0: Welcome to the Heat Observer podcast brought to you by Modoc County Tobacco Policy and Education Program, California Tobacco Control, and the Health Education About Tobacco Coalition, funded by California Prop 56 and Prop 99 tax funds. I am your host, Michael Picot, and I am the Coalition and Community Engagement Coordinator and Media Specialist. Everybody knows that coffee and cigarettes go hand in hand, right? Well, Starbucks didn't think so, and neither does the City of Alturas. So back in May of 2013, Starbucks and many other quick service restaurants, or, or fast food places, if whatever you want to call them, they restricted smoking within 25 feet of the store and within outdoor seating areas. So today I have Bill Hall with me to talk about the ordinance in the city of Alturas. Hey, Bill.
1: How are you doing today, Michael? Thank you for having me on here.
0: Doing good, doing good. So back in February of 2017, the city of Alturas adopted ordinance number 518, which declares that all businesses with outdoor dining's are smoke-free. It prohibits smoking within 20 feet of all operable doors, ventilation systems and windows of all businesses within the city. So Bill, how long did this ordinance take to pass from start to finish?
1: It took about Five years, the city uh, finally went forward with it when everything became very uh, important to them as an issue.
0: So in those five years, what kind of obstacles were they?
1: We had a turnover of council members. The city at that time was not politically ready to move towards that thing. They were anti-government, anti-regulation.
0: So so do you think that it was difficult? Was it a difficult ordinance to pass? I mean, did you have to fight tooth and nail to do this?
1: Uh, not, exp- not really. I really had to work hard on framing it towards their vision of what our town was.
0: So did they have a different vision than you did?
1: At that point, when they first started, they didn't have a vision. But once the the downtown historic district started getting into, into place and they started to move toward to this. We're gonna have people coming in, families coming in, travelers and focusing more towards that. And the work that they're doing with the the travel and chamber of commerce started focusing more on travelers and more on the outside people coming in they realized it was an important aspect that they needed to work on.
0: Yeah, I remember when the chamber came out with a new brochure and it it was specifically to travelers coming through Modoc County and they had different, kind of like an area map and they had different little spots, historical landmarks and and places to eat. And uh, I I remember when they came out with that, Um, have they updated that brochure that you know about to include smoke-free dining?
1: I do not know. Um, that's a good area to, to venture into. I do know that in the grand scheme of things, they've replaced the sign by Susanville. They've advertised in traveler newspapers and stuff like that. And I think that our program also is advertising in the in those traveler newspapers and things like that.
0: Yeah, we are. So um, do, do you actually remember... They're being, well, let's let's start with this. So you've never smoked, right? Correct. Okay, so I have, but I don't ever remember having the need or wanting to smoke while I was eating.
1: It. I think that having all the clients I've had over the years, that just the simple routine of having a drink, having a sandwich, having a smoke right afterwards or before, was part of the social feeling they had at the time much like when they first started learning to smoke that it was a social gathering or it was in a bar or whatever it just was part it was part of the routine
0: yeah so like coffee and a cigarette
1: coffee and a cigarette is a good example first thing in the morning sit on the you know and i have your coffee read your newspaper watch the goats in kitchen Whatever that is when, you know, they always describe buying the perfect house.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and I also remember back uh, in my younger days going into different businesses and they were allowed to smoke at their desk.
1: Yeah, I could remember working in the grocery store early on, customers coming in with cigarettes hanging out of their mouth and especially getting irritated when they would lean over the meat case and the ashes would drop. Uh, the heated ashes would drop on a package of meat and melt the 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 plastic on it. We'd have to take that meat back, throw it away, or, or brush it off and rewrap it.
0: Well, and as a smoker, I know that your hands just, they smell and they have like resin on them. So how about smoking in a grocery store and then not washing your hands and packing up some meat or touching food?
1: Yeah, it was just... It was just gross. It just it just really hit to you that there's other things besides the actual smoking that were were problems. And I think that's what brought back this outdoor smoke free dining with the people is that businesses were tired of cleaning up cigarette butts. Yeah, the the person that was sitting there probably threw away their coffee cup or their sandwich or they picked up the tray of food that they were doing, but what was the person doing with their cigarette butts? They were just dumping them on the ground.
0: On the way into the store, they throw a lit cigarette on the ground and step on it and keep on walking.
1: Correct. It's just another problem that we will eventually have to deal with in our program.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I still see that to this day. You know, people walking into a building and putting out their cigarette on the ground before they come in. Um,
1: Yeah. And I always tell smokers, what if you were a chewer? Would you just spit on the ground?
0: Uh, what yeah. was their answer? Because I their think answer? their answer would probably be yes.
1: Yes. Or they swallowed it. Yeah. You know, in the old saloon days, when, when they were chewers, they had spittoons.
0: Yeah. I know. So, is there a lot of outdoor dining in the county of Modoc?
1: There really isn't. But the ones that we do have are kind of unique. For example, the I I don't know if the Davis Creek... Barbecue, or uh, not Davis Creek, but New Pine Creek up there. Whichever one has the outdoor barbecue.
0: I think that's Davis Creek.
1: Davis, Davis Creek. Creek. They they have a nice, unique, like, Friday, Saturday or something like that. But there's just very limited space because our, our businesses aren't really designed right now to have a lot of place for outdoor dining. It's just basically the sidewalk.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that, like, the Niles Saloon uh, coffee shop, area that whole hotel has a nice big big sidewalk so they can have a couple seats out there Mm -hmm. subway has a couple seats out there uh former businesses have designated areas so we've always had kind of mous with them but as time went on those businesses went out or or in you know different changes and so there's not a whole lot, but there, but people do stop and want to do that.
0: Now, let's make this clear, because we talked about Davis Creek a little bit, and that's out of the city. This ordinance is just for the city of Alturas, correct? Correct. But a lot of other out-of-the-city businesses have adopted the same policy?
1: No. The county is working on looking at adopting the similar policy. That way, enforcement is easy throughout the county. It makes sense. So the county county is a little slower. And one of the other things that motivated the city to adopt such a policy is that the American Lung Association grades cities and counties on what they're doing for anti-tobacco issues.
0: And what's what's our grade?
1: The grade for the county is an F. It's not good. The grade for the city was an F prior to the passing of this. It went to a C, which is great. Then it went to a B plus, which is probably the best we're going to get because there's some factors that we can't count. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were, we were, uh, the city of Alturas was highlighted throughout the state in the tobacco community for doing such a thing, along with cities like Beverly Hills, uh, San Francisco, Orange County, things like that for being progressive. And how that helps is that it helps with, the city, when they apply for grants and other funding sources, seeing that they are a progressive city with progressive officials that look forward to the health of their citizens versus reactive.
0: So did the businesses have any, were they given any leeway um, in order to be in compliance with the new ordinance? Did Were they given a time frame?
1: They were asked for like two years to comment on it. And the people that did comment it were supportive of it because they were basically tired of people smoking in front of their businesses and leaving messes, but not actually taking part in their business. They would come there, use the Wi-Fi that was provided for the business free outside the front door and smoke and not order any food or drinks and just sit there. And that took up the limited spaces available for people to outdoor dine Mm -hmm. and prohibited families that are driving through, which was the goal of the chamber to have families stop in our town, get gas, enjoy a meal, maybe take in an hour break to look at our park or our courthouse or the art center. And it just, it limited that ability Parents would just see their the place they wanted to stop with, someone sitting outside smoking, and say, I don't want to expose my kids to that.
0: Well, I travel a lot, and I know that in in the many areas that I go to, we're looking for places to stop and eat along the way. And if somebody is outside, I really enjoy out, outdoor dining. Uh, especially when the weather's good. Uh, I like to eat outside. I like the fresh air. But if somebody's sitting there smoking, I'm not going to stop there and eat.
1: No, it's a, it's a big turnoff. I like, and I think that there's a lot of turnoffs too to people who are traveling that are tired of just having to stop at like a McDonald's or a Taco Bell mm-hmm. or, a, or places like that and grab the same food they can get in their own area. A lot of them like to try different places and yeah. stop in small towns, and support small towns. People are willing to support small business.
0: Yeah, you know, it, not only restaurants where they have outdoor dining, but I also uh, find it, to, to see business owners, whether they're a restaurant or some other type of business, smoking right outside the front door of their business. I I don't find that very attractive. I don't find it appealing.
1: No, and that's a that's a constant fight because this is, remember, this is all pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. So this is a fight battle that we were doing before the COVID even hit, yeah. where the dining was rest- is restricted. But having uh, an employee that when the owner's not there or, or there to regulate, stand out front and smoke a cigarette and then go inside and wipe their hands off if they wash them at all and cook your meal. Mm -hmm. or serve you is a, is a turnoff. And we try to, we try to educate the store owners and business owners on that.
0: Yeah. So what about, um, vapes? Because, you know, some people will say, well, I'm just vaping, so there's no smoke involved. So it's not going to bother the person sitting next to me. Does this ordinance include vapes?
1: Yes, it does. Uh, we were very fortunate to have well, I'll, I'll just be real honest with Michael at that time, not being in our program, but she was still, you were still interested in our program. So you would kind of clue me in on what was happening. And so I was able to research that, take the data from other areas and say, Hey, if it's happening here, Monarch's well, usually about two or three years behind. Let's make this stuff happen now. So we're not behind the eight ball on this stuff. And when a, let's say a police officer drives by, or you drive by, and you see somebody sitting there in front of a business, putting something in their mouth and taking it out, you at that point do not know that whether they're vaping, whether they're uh, using a cigar or a cigarillo or just a plain cigarette. And plus, at that time, there was no phase four types vaping devices. It was all they look just like cigarettes, mm-hmm. yeah. so that was when the plan was first developed.
0: Yeah, well, okay. So, what happens to if I'm if I'm a business owner and I'm following the the outdoor smoke free dining? And what happens if somebody a step uh, visits my establishment and they use my outdoor dining area and they do smoke? What if I'm caught? What happens to me as a business owner?
1: Well, if you're caught. Initially, uh, the police will just call me and say, hey, Bill, can you go down and have a conversation with this you know, store owner A? And we have a conversation on why it's important, what benefits they have. And whether they agree or disagree, we show them the ordinance say, hey, this is the way it is. So what can I do to help you? So we offer up ideas about more signage, uh, other options that they may come up with. Uh, in past, we've had uh, advertisements in the paper that show that they're a smoke-free diner and advertises their business free of charge, or we'll uh, i give them awards for being so many months smoke-free without any complaints. Um, in the past, we've done, when we were going after the bars, AB 13, uh, No Smoking in Bars, we put, gave out little uh, coasters with our message on it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So... We can do all sorts of things. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, great. So, if you are a business owner in Alturas and um, you want a little shout out on our next podcast because you have a smoke-free outdoor dining area, give us a give us a little call, contact us on Facebook, uh, send us a message, and we'll give you a little shout out because we really appreciate that. I know. I don't want to take my family somewhere that is not smoke-free to eat. I don't want to pay for that and, and take them somewhere that's going to be unhealthy. Um, that's a waste of my money and a waste of my time. I don't know about you. But, well, uh,
1: yeah, there's, when you when that happens, there's basically three problems that happen. You obviously have the secondhand smoke. Mm-hmm. You obviously have the thirdhand smoke. If any of you viewers do, and listeners do not know what, hand smoke is it's all the residue that comes off the cigarette that sticks to things. It's that gunky tar yeah. that you find. And plus all the litter that always goes with it. Because smokers, to be honest, are not the most diligent ones at picking up their cigarette butts and that, that stuff that goes with it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, thanks, Bill, for uh, coming and talking I with me I appreciate
1: it. I thoroughly enjoyed it.
0: If you have any questions regarding quitting, you can go to our Facebook page and send us a message, or you can click on the message button on the podcast and tell us what you think. Your comments may be used in a future episode. As always, Fact Check Sally will have all the links to the information used in this episode on our Facebook page and our website. We will see you next time. Bye.